For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up? It's your boy Reggie Watkins. I'm back with another episode. This week we are, t- we are diverting from the Blue Check series, and I just want to talk to somebody who's uh, from, my, from my childhood and uh, somebody I brought up on this show last week. Not Was it last week, Kevin, or was it two weeks ago? I was talking about quarterbacks. I think it was last week. And I was talking about quarterbacks, and when I found out that I wasn't that good at being a quarterback is when I ran into this brother, uh, Lamel Adams, uh, owner of Game Fit Certified, right? Game Fit, he's a, a football coach, expert, uh, quarterback, uh, guru, just training the whole deal. He looked like Teddy Riley, brother. I mean, yo, my man, my man, LaMail, what's, what's cracking? What's up with it, Rez, man? What's up, my guy, man? Man, I'm good to see you. It's good to see you, brother. Good to hear you. I'm actually not seeing you. I'm hearing you because you're calling in to the podcast. You in Sacramento right now, right? Or are you on, the, on your yeah, road man, yeah, I'm 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 in sack, man. I'm 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 chilling, man. I'm chilling. Man, I love it. Yeah, so no, okay, so last week we were talking about um just the eye test, right? You know, you know, when you play ball and you done I mean you play ball since when did you start playing football, Doc? Shoot, and I think I was what six, six, six years old, yeah. Playing Pop Warner, huh? Or or uh or pal. Is that pal? We were playing pal yeah, back it, in uh, San Jose. We played pal back in the day, man. So much stuff has changed <laughs> since we played, man. You we, I think it was power or something. Man, yeah. So we was talking about just knowing when you watch people play and you know who's good and who ain't. You know who's who got it and who don't got it. And I'm talking about uh, watching these dudes play football, right, uh, especially these quarterbacks, and yep. how, like, uh, how, how a Justin Fields – was before the draft supposedly slipped and he did slip right because we was talking before the before the season people was talking about yo he could be the number he could be the number two everybody predetermined that Trevor Lawrence was gonna be yep. the number one pick in the draft right but yep, yep. Justin Fields was possible he was like oh he's number two he's the second dude and he balled out in college and did the whole deal but for some reason he dropped and we like what the hell is going on That's, at least me I'm like what the hell is going on yeah, yeah and absolutely. then and then I watch him play at the Bears and I'm like yo this dude balled the hell out and you just watch him and you know he knows how to attack the line of scrimmage keep linebackers yep. guessing before he got rid of the ball and attacking the safeties down the field and threatening the cornerbacks right and I, I agree yo and so I was like yo you just know when you watch some of these dudes you can tell who's got it and who don't it's kind of like how when I was in high school I remember thinking I was dope like I, I could throw the damn I had, I had some juice on the ball I was kind of accurate not, not the greatest but then I went to a, a, a summer league, summer passing tournament, and I ran into this team called uh, Wilcox. Yep. And uh, there was this brother on the, on, the, on the Wilcox squad. And I remember watching him, and I thought, damn, I ain't good. Right? Nah. <laughs> no, for real. I, I remember watching you at Wilcox, and I was like, yo, so that's how you're supposed to actually throw the ball? This dude, I'm telling y'all, this cat LaMail had a, a gun – accurate as hell and the swagger to match it 
And you just watched this dude and you knew there was a whole different level. And I liken that to what we see with like Justin Fields compared to like an Andy Dalton. What do you think? Yeah, I think you agree, man. Um, shoot, Justin Fields is different. I like to use the word different. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, a lot of people talk about game changers and things of that nature, but no, man, he's different. I mean, he's different with his arm. He's different with his legs, but he, he's smart. I mean, and in college he played against the best competition. So, I mean, when you kind of when you kind of tally that with how he's just performing in the preseason, yeah, we understand his preseason things of that nature, and they don't have all their starters on the defense. And, but man, he's different. I mean, you can see it. Like you said, I mean, you know, you know right away, you know right away he's going. He's definitely going to be productive in his in his pro career. So, no, nah, I mean, he's, he's different. He has all he has all the tools, and and now we're just going to see how it plays out on a consistent level at the league when he's playing against these different teams and. They start playing against him and seeing, but I think he's gonna figure it out real quick. And man, I mean, he can he can do it all. I mean, he can do it all. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, those kind of players that that he is. I mean, they only come around a few, a few times, and uh, he's just he's just one of those dudes, man. He's just one of those guys. He's he's very different. Yeah. Now up there, I know in, in SAC, are people still? I, I feel like SAC has always been a Niners town right I mean you got some people who's on the Raiders but I feel like Sacramento was still yeah. always Niners because they used to have their training camp up in Rockland I mean do they still do it up in yeah. Rockland or is it, is it gone no nah, they, they don't they don't have it in, they don't have it in Rockland but I mean you know I mean you still got your you still got your Niner faithfuls out here man so they yeah they they, they love it they love they love the Niners man regardless yeah so it's definitely I wouldn't say it's a Raider a Raider area for sure I mean they love a Niners out here man I mean you still so you can drive down you can drive down neighborhoods out here, and they're gonna have a Niner flags out. Yeah. All, 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 even when even when football season's not in. So yeah. They they, they loyal to their brand, regardless of how good, how bad, or whatever they are. So, I guess I guess that's loyalty, man. So it's good. Yeah. Are you um? So have you been watching Trey Lance? You know I have, man. I I I like you know I, I hadn't really got a chance to obviously watch him too much in college. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously just because they weren't on. They yeah. weren't on, on TV a lot. They was playing the but school as, of the blind. As, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> you know, man, they're not, they, were, they weren't playing too much. But, you know, I got a chance to kind of watch them a little bit leading up to the draft and different different workouts and things like that. I'll be honest with you. I was like, man, I got to check this kid out. Man, I got to see what this guy is. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, he's better He's better than I thought he was going to be. And, uh, you know, we're, man, we played we play the game. I mean, we understand it. We know, we know what it is. I look at I look at it now. Obviously, I'm in the training mode versus the player mode, and so my my mind is always trying to develop people and and kind of see how they're developing. And um, as I watch him through some preseason games, yeah, he's not having a high percentage throwing the ball, but I mean, you can definitely kind of see his confidence already. And I think what the quarterback position man is belief, like you talked about that swagger. It's about you know he has he has that that mold and that makeup and that body that just says, man, I belong here. And, uh, and when you have that, I mean, people going to rally around you, you know, whether you believe it yourself or not. And, and I think, uh, I think he's going to be able to really, really get that out uh, of his team. And I think they're going to play hard for him. Cause I think his team and everybody around him wants to be successful. And obviously I'm not in the locker room, but for what I read and what I hear, um, I mean, I hear I hear he's doing really doing good things, and, and and he's starting off right. I mean, he's doing good work and stuff in the community, getting out there. But his teammates want him to be be successful, and they gonna put him in situations to be successful. Um, you know, how soon he gets to he gets to nod, we don't know, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not we're not there every day, but um, the way he's performing when he gets in the game or early on, I think 
you know, I, I'm not I'm not going to be surprised if he has success. I think they're going to set him up to have success. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what as as the coach, if you if you are Kyle Shanahan, do you start him this year at all? Do you make that switch? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm big on if they're if they're equal in practice, you, you might start him. But from what I also hear, I hear Garoppolo. Obviously, he better be. I think he's a little bit further along. Um, and I think when you rush, I think my personal opinion when you rush someone into action that's really not needed to be rushed. I think Garoppolo understands the system. I think he understands what, you know, what they're looking to do uh, offensively. And I, and I don't think he's really done anything to lose the job, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he's been in some games and stuff like that, and he hadn't, he hadn't won the, the – but, I mean, just, you know, just a few years, I mean, they were sitting in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you know, that's, and that's not too many years far removed. But I think I – think, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I think he's uh, – Garoppolo's done enough to kind of – kind of right now hanging there and I don't think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pull the trigger I, mean, I think Shannon is the kind of guy that don't feel anything that he I don't think the outside media or the outside noise is really good I think I think the, the Niners love what <laughs> Shanahan brings to the tables and I think uh, Lynch is going to back up his decisions but I, I'm sure there I'm sure there's a plan to get him in there sooner than later though yeah yeah so man, what's what's good with you, man? What's going on with uh with, with Game Fit, man? So tell me, how did how did that even get started? How did how did you even start this? I t- I'll tell you what, to be to be honest, well, full really started the, the training mode. You know my you know my career is, was was kind of I had a lot of success early. I had some bumps and bruises because of myself, right? Um, I made some choices on where to when I went to Washington State out of you know out of junior college and things like that. I really shouldn't have went there. I should have went to another school, but. You know, those things kind of – those decisions I made kind of made it a little bit, you know, challenging for me to make it to my ultimate goal and stay there. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I was fortunate enough – you know, I was fortunate enough to go on and go to Washington State and, you know, get some get some scrub time, so to be, speak. But that was because of me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I – you know, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't preparing and, and, and mentally I wasn't in it. You know, I wasn't never used to sitting on the bench and things like that. So – you know, when I got to a situation where where that happened, I you know I probably didn't respond the way I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then transferring on to Florida A and M, I went up to Florida A and M sight unseen. I didn't know much about it. The gentleman who actually ended up becoming my agent uh, after 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 uh, college recommended me go there. They said they threw the ball, and so obviously I got a little bit more more action there. But I wasn't happy. You know what I mean? I, I was a California kid going across. Really didn't understand exactly what going across the country was. I thought I was going to palm trees and <laughs> palm trees. I thought I was going to Miami, man. I thought Florida looked like Miami when oh, I went. Oh, man, you and went I'm, to the I'm dirty. Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the dirty. I was in the dirty south, man. Like, man, this is not what I signed up for. But, you know, I was fortunate enough. Coach Mary Uchi uh, brought me in, worked out with the Niners, you know. And, you know, quickly I was released after that. But, you know, uh, you know, I and then went on to play around the different arena leagues, one, two, indoor league. Mm-hmm. And then, man, I was I was I was working with a company, a company called BH Education. I was working in the education field, man. And the job relocated us to Sacramento. I wanted to play one more year of, of arena football, so Stockton had a team, which is only, you know, 40 minutes. I said, hey, it'd be dope to play locally. Give me a little last year. This was in 2011. I was still able to work during the day with the company I was working for. Still playing arena ball a little bit. I said, okay, I like it. After, after that, I said, man, I'm through with it. I'm, I'm not going to chase this game no more. Man, I was driving down the wrong street one day. I was working with my, I was working in the education field. I seen this building. 
at this time, I was kind of training a little bit in my garage and at the park and working with some kids and stuff like that. I said, man, I think I can make this thing work. Hmm. And uh, I took a wrong turn down the street in Sacramento. I seen this building. I said, man, I think I'm going to go ahead and see what I need to do to rent this out. And uh, that was in 2011. 2012 came. I put my notice in with my job. I said, I want to put this thing full time. Struggled 2012, 2013. Man, I was struggling. Didn't think I made the right decision. Well, when you say when you say struggling, let me when you say struggling, what was the struggle? You know, the struggle was different, man. You know, I was used to training and used to developing. I was good at that, mm-hmm. but I wasn't a business dude. I wasn't a business dude. I've always been good with people. Always knew I could connect with people. But when you got to pay the bills and, and now you don't have a regular consistent income, you're like, man, how am I going to make this work? And people are saying, no, they're not interested in train, tra- training. You got a building to pay for. And, you know, you're like, man, I just had a, a, a career job where I was making a lot of money. What yeah. in the world was I thinking? Yeah. So when I say when I say it was challenging, it wasn't the training. The training and developing kids and athletes is what I did. But those first two years, man, from a financial standpoint, was a big a big burden on myself, my family. But I all, I'm a worker, man. You know, I'm a worker. I I I know that even through my struggles, man, I, I was going I was going to make something crack. I didn't know what it was, and then I just changed it, man. I got I got with my mentor who's in the training game. His name is Jamal Liggins. Mm-hmm. He's a prime time top recognized trainer out of LA who trains Odell Beckham, all the all the top guys. Yeah. And I never forget one day, man. A guy with Nike said, "Man, I want to introduce you to somebody." He said, "Man, I love what you're doing. I want to get you with this guy named Jamal." He says, I watched you for the last two years. I've seen you make it work. You struggle, and people didn't even know you were struggling. You know, man, I had my first car, man. I, I had a Chrysler 300 sitting on a donut outside my <laughs> outside. Seriously, man, outside my facility, man, I was too scared to spend any type of money on a tire. Yeah. Because I knew I had to pay. I knew I was not to pay. It just, it was just like that. So yeah. I was like, man, every every day I come to work, train athletes, train kids. I was, you know, I was har- charging pretty much pennies. Mm-hmm. And then Jamal was like. Bro, man, he said, hey, I've been peeping you, man. You really good at what you do. Matter of fact, how good are you? I said, man, I'm the best, man. What you talking about? He said, no, man, for real, how good are you? And it was humbling because he was like, man, if you're the best, how come, How are you going to sustain this career and you're not charging like the best, you're not getting the people that's really supporting you? From what I see from the outside looking in, and you tell me wrong, people look like they're taking advantage of you. You're giving them a great service, and they're not really providing and doing the necessary things to help you grow. You you working from four o'clock in the morning until nine o'clock at night, but nothing's really happening. You're in the same spot. He said, "I need you to get a piece of paper and pen. I want you to write this down. I'm gonna give you some information that's gonna change your life." And man, it was just it was just humbling. I'll never forget. I got off that call, bro, and I was teary eyed. He said, "He said, man, you gotta you gotta get the get the get. You already been doing your." community service part you're charging $20 a session $15 <laughs> session you got a group of kids you're charging for free so you're already doing your community service you're giving back I said man but that's what I do he said you're giving back you're giving it back a lot how now how you gonna pay your rent and then he just started going down the list of all the changes I needed to make bro and I never forget I told him I said I'm gonna start implementing them tomorrow and he said man I'm telling you if you do this things are gonna change the rest was history, bro. Yeah, man. No, that's interesting you say that too because I think everybody goes through that period where you you don't really recognize your worth, right? Absolutely. You say you don't recognize your worth and people won't recognize your worth if you ain't charging them what you really worth, right? 
Like, Absolutely. so, I mean, I was doing the same thing. I'm, I'm, I coach people in acting, right? And so I had, I started out and I was charging people like $30 for, you know, $30 for a set. Just because I was like, I love the, I love the craft. I want to help people and yada, yada, yada. Yep. But when I was charging $30, people would show up late. People would yep. not, not even, you know, they wouldn't even tell me they wasn't going to make the session or, or oh, I would decide we couldn't do it. It wasn't until yep. I raised it to a price that was equal to the name people in this town doing it that people started taking it serious, right? Because people 100%. would treat it the way that you represent it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so Absolutely. I definitely agree with, with what your man was saying. And that's a, that's a dope deal that you got to that point of understanding, yo, I got to charge what I'm worth. And then when you charge what you're worth, Peop- and, and, and you're giving people something good, they'll pay it. And the people who don't want to pay it, they ain't for you. That's just it. They're not, they, they not for you. And that's what he would tell me. He'd say, Lim, man, you're too accessible. Yeah. He said, you're too accessible. He said, you're way too accessible. He said, so, he said, you're telling me you're the best. You're saying all the right things. But I'm telling you right now, you're not charging like the best. And you provide, and he's like, man, you provide a great service. So I, I, and, you know, he's pretty much telling me, bro, I, ain't got, I don't got to tell you this. I mean, I train Odell. I train all the greats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, you can you can run with this information, or you can keep doing what you're doing. And, and and when you respect people, man, and you watch them grow, and you watch them start and and have success and struggle and still stand strong, you listen to those people, especially people that have. I mean, they're they're not benefiting from you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Other than the relationship and the and the ability to help you change. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, I'll never forget that conversation, man. And then. And then, and then I'm a, I'm a religious person, so you know I know I know um, you know I, I know God had His hand in it in, in it a, a long time for me. So, but now I'm able I'm in a position now. I made a lot of bad decisions in my career, but now I look back at it and it was great development because, you know, now I'm able to on a day to day basis impact the lives of high school, college athletes, pro athletes, non athletes on a day to day basis and. Um, and now I'm able to impact my own trainers with the same kind of impact, influence that those who kind of helped me get to where I'm at at this point with the same information. So, so now it's a it's a it's a domino effect, and uh, and now we're doing some very elite things. I always tell people that we just getting started because there's just so much more that we can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I'm gonna take a lot of the close ones with me, man. But we we doing some. We're doing some amazing things, but we got to keep working, though. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Yeah. So it's GameFit, at GameFitSack on Instagram. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. And I got Twitter. It's uh, Lim underscore Adams um, on Twitter. I, I, I try not. I'm not on Twitter so Yeah, much, it sounds like it. <laughs> whenever yeah, somebody, yeah. Say, whenever somebody yeah. say that they don't, uh, that they, Instagram ain't the same as they Twitter, like, yeah, I don't really be using that, yeah, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, no, I'm not really, I'm not really on Twitter, man. I tell people, they say, man, you not, I said, man, I said, I like, I, I got coaches cell phone numbers now man so i don't need to tweet it out yeah yeah you know what i mean my big instagram has been big for my for my marketing and the referral base and i really just say i mean twitter's cool but i just really ain't took to twitter like a lot of a lot of of people have oh man we we don't be doing on there on there but arguing with people about dumb stuff yeah uh so you you, you, i know i i tell everybody i ain't gonna lie i wish i got better at it though for sure (laughs) so when you're training what is your expertise like is there a position that you really focus in on I'm glad you asked that, Reg. You know, us playing, man, I'm, 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 so I'm certified in speed and agility and athletic training. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. I had to learn this myself. Yeah, I take all the stuff that I learned in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff I learned from guys like you, 
all our best guys and the guys and things like that. But the resources and, and the stuff that these kids have now is different. So I kind of had to adapt. Right. So, so obviously I take my background and, and, and the different things that I learned and took all the stuff that I didn't like or the different things that I didn't learn well. And then took from all the coaches that I picked on really quick that, that explained it in a way that I made it understand they understood that I understood it and it was easy. So now I implement it, but man, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that played the game, but as you're training, I'll be honest with you, nobody cares about that. It's about how you can get them better now. Yeah. So, so they, you, you use the, the history of what you've done. That's the credibility part to say, wow, this guy's played. But then, I mean, I train every position. You know what I mean? Quarterback is the one. I got some really, really good quarterbacks. I mean, I got a national recruit quarterback. I got two other recruits that's going to be nationally ranked quarterbacks. But I don't – I don't. it's not, not what – I'm a trainer. So I take all positions, man. So I'm certified in speed and agility. So I always do speed work, agility work, change of direction, position-specific training. It's all athletic movement, Reg. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like training is training. And, yeah. um, and, uh, so I'm certified in speed and agility. So obviously I, tw- uh, I, I train the fast switch and things like that, but I got that certification in athletic training because I never wanted to be like a personal trainer. I wanted everybody to train like an athlete. So I never wanted to wa- work in a big box gym on a, with a cookie cutter, so to speak approach. I want my own swag. I train my own people, man. I give you the tools and then you kind of just put your own twist on it. Cause I don't want to put you in that box, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just, I develop everything, man. I'm not a, I mean, I understand the, I study the game. You know what I mean? I study the game and techniques and athletic movements and positions. Um, but when, when certain players need my expertise, other than what I do, like linemen training, I teach linemen how to be athletic, how to be speed, how to move like, how to be big guys and move like little guys. But when there's technique stuff that's in, in, involved, I got, guys that I bring in for those guys but like DB work I do I have I have some pro DBs and DB coaches that play real high so when I need specific stuff I'll bring those guys in but you know training is kind of developing man it's, it's understanding what, what the game is and, you know growing up I'm like man man that person ain't never played quarterback how can he teach me how to play quarterback but then or how man he ain't never played DB how can he teach me how to play DB but and now I'm I'm on I'm on that side. It's like nah, all because you played it don't make you a good uh, don't make you a good teacher of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And uh and, and now and now I had to take myself out of that. Yeah, I played it, but now all I care about is you. So if you my client, all I care about is how I can make you better, how I yeah. can get you to do it. Yeah. You know so so man, I'm a developer, man. I I, I kind of you know what I mean. I have my certifications, man. But some of people who got PhDs in this different stuff and this training stuff. You know, I, they, they, you know, all because, you know, I learn, man, I'm, I'm learning, man, I'm learning. It's kind of, it's kind of how hard you're willing to work, how, how, how coachable you are and, uh, you know, how, how, how quick you're able to retain information and apply it. And, and, and that's what I'm able to do. You know what I'm saying? My man, yo, that is the man, the myth, the legend, Lamel Adams. Oak Grove's finest. Man, pre- shout, shout out nah, to man. shout out to Dub, Chris, Andre, hey, hey, Roscoe, Rossi, man, Chris, man. You know I love them dudes, man. Cats like you, you know, man. Y'all, it's it's crazy, man. This 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 uh, how this thing comes full circle, man. I'm proud of how everybody's doing, um, and and, and you know what I mean. And and we've just kind of we've kind of stayed at it, but 
I mean, they know them. They know what's up in them days, man. They know. They know how it was in San Jose when we was out there. Oh man! I mean, we were setting that city on fire. <laughs> and, uh, that ain't. That, that's 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 nothing. That's nothing I can ever be taken away from. So, I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate what you're doing. Hell yeah, you're man! A lot of lives. Yo. You've impacted a lot of people. And uh, man, it, it's it's always it's always good to hear your voice. Same brother, same brother, and that that is Lamel Adams, Game Fit Sack at Game Fit Sack on Instagram. Get with him, my man. Will train you up. You know what I'm saying? He got he got pros going to the pros. Let's go. Let's get it. Yo, <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Y'all have a blessed day. Appreciate you, brother. And this has been another episode of I'm Probably Right. I'm Reggie Watkins. Rate us, review us, subscribe, leave a comment, but don't be hating. See you next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.